Hi, I'm Sandra. This is a show of conversations about motherhood, parenting, and all the good stuff we call life. Follow me as I spread mommy joy and share my stories. This is a different kind of mommy. Hello and welcome to A Different Kind of Mommy. I'm your host, Sandra Sims, and I'm here with my very special guest today, Tisa. Tisa, how are you? I am good. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for being on the recording. I'm happy to have you. Today's topic is called Stay at Home Working Mom. I thought it would be a really good idea to get a perspective from a mom who's not just a stay-at-home mom, but a mom who actually has a job or a career, not to not to, you know, belittle like a stay-at-home mom, but to just get aspects around the life you live as a working mom who actually works from home. How does that sound? That sounds awesome. Good. So before <laughs> we get into the topic, how are you doing? How what's your it's Friday, we're recording. What's what's happening this weekend? Um football, crockpot meals. <laughs> cleaning um some more cleaning and yeah that's about it i'm i'm happy you said some hair detangling oh girl that's a whole nother we need to do a whole nother natural girl podcast (laughs) (laughs) i'm happy you said crockpot meals because fall and winter is right around the corner and i feel like that's the the time where i use my crockpot the most and so maybe Mm -hmm. you could give me some incentives how to i got you i definitely got you cry i'm all about the crockpot meals it's a part of my life i want to try that (laughs) Instapot. Um, I've I see people using Instapot, and I I don't have mm-hmm. one. Um, and so I want to see like how how well that really works for me. Yeah, I I just have a re- I, I've been looking into that myself. Anything and that in the air fryer. Oh, my sister has the too. air fryer. She loves it. She swears by the air fryer in her yeah. house. They love it. Yeah, I, I've been I have my eye on it. It's in my Amazon cart. <laughs> <laughs> okay well if you buy it you let me know how how it works i will i will <laughs> and then i'll be looking at you for more um recipes for the crock pot i saw someone I make you. lasagna the other day and i've been so intrigued because i've only done like beefs and stews or soups things mm-hmm. that can simmer so i'm excited about that yeah that's on the list that lasagna is on the list i've seen that too Good, good. Okay, so let's roll in today's topic. I wanted to talk, before we get into today's topic, how about you give us a little introduction of yourself and your family? Okay, well, my name is Latisa Polito. Um, I am a um, mother of two boys, seven and one. So that that should tell you a lot about my life (laughs) already. Um, I am a stay-at-home working mom. Um, I'm a single mom. Um, and yeah, I, and I enjoy crafts. Nice. Yes. You are kind of like a a crafts girl. When I see you on Instagram, I'm like, Oh, she's at it. I like that. That, that gives me, that helps my sanity. (laughs) We all need that. All mothers need something to help our sanities. That's the way we we should be promoting that. We do. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your boys' names? Because I am infatuated with names, and I especially love their names. So tell us what their names are and how you came about those names. Okay. So my oldest son's name is Croy, Uh and my youngest son's name is Cayman. So Mm. like St. Croix, Cayman Islands. So they're island boys. (laughs) I love that. Have you been to any of these islands? I've been to the Cayman Islands uh, several times. Uh, St. Croix is on the list, though. 
nice my best friend is from antigua but she was raised in saint croix so she's christian and um I know a lot about the Caribbean because, you know, of course I'm from the Caribbean. So maybe we need to plan mm-hmm. like a family vacation and, and just hang out at the beach in the Caribbean. I'm completely down for it. <laughs> <laughs> I lo- All I- the way twisted around down for it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play with me. Cause I'm always looking for like a travel buddy, especially like the Caribbean. Cause I feel like that's I- home. You know what? Well, then you just found one because I've been looking for the same. I promise you. <laughs> and because I have my kid, I'm like, there's no way, no one's, I'm not leaving her, right? And so exactly. we could just take the kids and have some good time on have the beach. Ooh, I'm, yeah. I'm fantasizing about it right now. Yes. Okay, so let's get into today's topic. Okay. Rewind to life before you had children. What was your working life like? Oh, let's see. Um... Well, I'm from originally from uh, Chicago, Illinois. Um, I moved to the DMV area for a job. Um, by trade, I am a graphic designer. So I moved to the area for a job, working for the, um, a government agency. And so it was just me. It was just me. Oh, I had two cats. I forgot about them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had two cats. I, I don't even know how I got them. Somehow I inherited them. But that's a whole other topic. But... Um, <laughs> It was me and my two cats, and I literally, I would, you know, get on the train, go to work, you know, be there for however long I wanted to be there for, decided on it, go to the gym. I was, I loved the gym, so, um, was always in the gym, and then get off the, get off, leave from work, I mean, we, I'm sorry, leave from the gym, get on the train, go back home, you know, throw a couple of happy hours in there ever, ever so, ever so often, and nice. that was it. I like that. <laughs> it kind of reminds me a little bit of how my life was pre-baby, too. Yeah. So it sounds like you had like a regular single girl corporate life, you know, kind of working life thing going on, which is which is kind of normal for, you know, folks in that kind of corporate lifestyle world. So what what made you decide to become a stay at home working mom? Because I know I mean, I I guess there's some obvious reasons that sometimes, you know, when we have children, we want to stay home and be closer to our kids. But I feel like, how did that derive for you, that decision? What what made that for you? Well, for me, it was a little different. Um, I have a history of uterine fibroids. And so I was actually told at a young age that I wasn't going to be able to have children. Wow. So, yeah. So when I um, found out that I was pregnant with my oldest son, I was just kind of like, wait, what? You know, like, (laughs) um, you know, it was a complete shock for me. Um, So it was something I didn't expect. It was something I always wanted to happen, but I didn't, you know, I didn't expect it to because of my situation. Right, right. Um, So it really made everything everything just kind of was in a world tornado a whirlwind of emotions and feelings and so when I started uh you know when I was when I had my son and obviously I was still working my nine to five job I just it was a whole nother world for me it was just you know being in a government um lifestyle no one's really caring about the fact that you got to go pick up your son from daycare yeah. sure. you know i don't even think it's town. government i think a lot of a lot yeah. of jobs are like that you know very true yeah absolutely they don't really care that you have to leave exactly at four because 15 10 to 15 minutes really does matter when you're trying yep. to beat traffic you yep. know what i mean yep um it, it was stressful it was a stressful and then being a single parent in a state where there's no family um, you know, yep. I, I, it was only me. And so, um, it, it, it just took a lot out of me 
mentally, uh, physically, uh, you know, and, and I just said, you know what, I got to figure out, I got to figure out something because it was a point where I looked in the mirror at myself and I didn't even recognize who I was. I just felt like I was just working and, you know, I was working, I was provided for my child, but I was losing myself. And I'm like, no, something has, to, I have to figure this out. So that's really what, and that was probably around when Croy was uh, like around two years old is when I decided that I really need to make a transition um, in my life. I think it's quite interesting, right? Because there've been times where I've talked on this podcast that one of my biggest mommy guilts is that I have to work full time, right? So I don't, mm -hmm. I don't have the option where I feel like other people may do where yeah. I have like family to watch my kid, you know, or right. I have, you know, I have that type of job where I could stay at home and work while I have her. So for me, yeah. daycare is not an option. Right. And so mm -hmm. when I had to go back to work, it really, really weighed heavily on me that she was so little going back to daycare. And I really wished that there was, an option for me to stay at my job and keep this great job that I have and stay at home, but it really wasn't. And so I struggle with it a lot, even currently, right? So my daughter is two years old. And so I admire people like you who actually say, you know, I'm not happy. This is not me. This is not working out for, you know, my sanity, for my mental yeah. health. And that not only that you have those conversations with yourself, right? But you actually start saying, this is what I need to do. Like, mm -hmm. I have to do this and that you actually stick to it. So I really commend you for that. I'm sure there was a lot of things that you had to think about before actually Absolutely. pulling the plug <laughs> to making that decision. So tell us a little bit about some of those things that you had to consider, because like you said, you are now in a state with no family, right? And so it's almost right. like starting a new job for you or starting all over Yeah, that you have yeah. things to consider. Yeah, yeah. So for me, um, I'm a planner. Um, yes. So I'm always mm -hmm. thinking ahead, you know? So even though I'm in this year, I'm thinking two years ahead, right? Mm -hmm. And so I always... You know, I um, I always wanted to be, um, you know, having the idea of being a mother kind of taken away from you or told that you wouldn't be able to do that. And now having that opportunity, I really wanted to be the mom that I wanted to be. And that meant for me being active in my child's life. That meant, you know, going to after school programs or even joining the PTA, you know. And, I love you know, that. Bringing, cupcakes for his birthday to the classroom whatever I wanted to be that active parent that was there I came from a family where both my parents worked and I barely saw them you know you saw them in shifts you know what I yep. mean so it was like yep. one parent would work one shift the other parent would work the night shift you saw one in the morning you saw one in the, uh at night but you never saw them together to the weekend you know yep. what I'm saying yes that's exactly and, how we grew up yes yes and that's and I and that's how I grew up and I and and I was in sports and so I remember you know I can count on my hand how many times my mom and my dad were able to come to one of my games you know mm -hmm. and I know what that means for a child to look over and see their parent in the stands cheering them on and I would see everyone else's parents and I would become like everyone else's like honorary daughter you know yes uh, you know but I would never see my own because they would be working and you know and they and don't get me wrong they worked their tails off to provide for me but you know as a kid you really want that type of support so I was literally looking at my two-year-old son saying to myself when he turns five he's gonna want to play basketball or play football and I want to be there like I want to I don't want to send him in an after-school program because I'm still at work I want to be there and so I told myself like you got to make these decisions now 
so that you can be able to set yourself up to be there for him in those in in these years where he's going to be active and doing things. I like that. Yeah. So for me, um, I really focused on that. So it really wasn't so much on what I would be losing because I felt like that was a lot to gain. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. You know, how many times have you just looked at, like you look at yourself where you are now and and you look and you think back about your single self. And I really can't remember uh, nothing about my single self that would trump anything that's happening right now in my, my mommy world. You know what I mean? Yes. I say the same exact thing. Like there are things that I feel like, of course, we miss being able to get Absolutely. up and go and party and drink all like, night who long. Love a happy hour. Yeah, but it's like <laughs> I feel like I've done enough of that where I don't I don't feel like yes. I miss it to where yeah. it trumps motherhood. Mm-hmm. I like that. So your planning is almost like I consider it like a conscious parenting thing, right? So like you're planning for your future because Mm -hmm. you know you want to be that parent that necessarily you didn't have that full attention that you had when you were growing up. And so you're paving Mm -hmm. the way, you know, you're kind of setting up these steps on what you have to do right now so you can live that future life as a mom that you want to be. I like that. Yeah. That's interesting. So tell me a little bit, if someone asks Tisa, what do you consider a working stay-at-home mom? What would your definition be? Um, I would say a mom who is, um, you know, taking care of her home, taking care of her children, and they are grinding on some level um, for something that, in something that they're passionate in. You know what I mean? Whatever that looks like, you know, whatever that looks like to you, uh, that you're grinding in something that you consider to be your own and something that you want to see grow. Right. That's that's what I feel as a a stay at home. Yeah. And I I say that with the caveat of you don't have to be one of those moms who work at home like a nine to five. Right. Your your working your working status can be. Whatever it is that makes you happy, whether it's a passion or something that's paying you, it's just something I would consider like additional to maybe like your mom job, right? Like your everyday Mm -hmm. mommy duties. So yeah, you're absolutely right. I I like that definition. Thank you. (laughs) What do you think are some benefits you have with your children seeing you being a working at home mom? Definitely the grind. Um, Mm. My son, uh, my oldest son, he notices things. He notices when I work hard. He notices when I'm doing things. Corey will go and pour me some juice and just bring me a cup because he just thinks that I'm thirsty or he didn't or he won't even ask me to go do something. He'll just go do it himself because he didn't want me to stop doing, um, you know, working on whatever I was working on. Like he's so like considerate of you know, just seeing me move and operate. And then there's moments of, let's say I have a, um, a breakthrough at some point and I'm like celebrating. I'll just like, I, I, I have these moments where like, if I hit a goal, I'll just like kind of jump up and be like, yeah, you know? Oh, and, and then, so he's there to witness that and, and help you out. And he's like, um, yeah, mommy, you know? And then he asks me like, what happened? You know? And I tell him and he's like, all right. You know, it's like this big happy thing. 
And, you know, he just, he'll tell me, like, Mommy, you work hard. Or he'll come up from school, like, Mommy, how was your day? You know, did you find, did you get a customer today? Or, oh, you know, like, Tisa, said, that's adorable. That's like your partner, your cheerleader. Yeah. He's like right there for you. Yes, yes. So I, I love that. That is so freaking cute. You know, he is always going to remember that grind, right? He's going to remember yeah. Mommy working so hard and me, and me pushing her. And I love these conversations, right? Because I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. Like when you go to school, hey, Croy, how was your day? Did you learn anything, yeah. right? It's like his contribution. Like, hey, Mommy, how was your day? Did you get customers? Yeah. I love that. He's very protective. So even he'll ask me, He all, every day he asks me, did you eat anything? why are you asking me every day because it's important you're supposed to eat things and sometimes you work all day and you don't eat anything and I'm like how did you know he's very observant you know what I mean? they observe you they watch you, you he's know, like well you didn't eat breakfast you know well, what I know hear that? this I hear this a <laughs> lot from boy moms right it's like that boy mom connection and relationship is is kind of yeah. like they take care of you or they or do. they're trying to take care of you from young they are definitely he definitely is like that wow it's I, the sweetest wow. the most sweetest thing ever so soon so soon you're gonna have two two of those boys doing the same thing to you <laughs> yes yeah and he's so good with his brother like you know and he's one so he don't understand you know when he wants attention he wants attention so there could be a moment when i'm actually in in you know doing work and you know, came in, starts whining or acting up. And Croy will just jump in and be like, Mommy, don't worry, I got him. You can finish doing what you're doing. And I just, I have to take a, just look at him like, what, what did you, okay. You know, Who is this kid, okay. right? Like, whose kid is this? <laughs> Oh my goodness, I love that. That's so freaking cute. That's adorable. I love that. Oh. Do you he think there are the any drawbacks to working from home to being a stay-at-home mom or setbacks or any kind of anything you feel like it's it's kind of a, a negative? Um I you know, I I don't think so. Um some would say that, you know, the social interaction piece of it um, you know, you're, you're used to being around people in the office or mm -hmm. something like that. I don't mm -hmm. necessarily think that because I think in, in this age of social media, I just feel like if I ever want to get up and have a coffee break, I could just go get on Instagram, mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, technically, you know, it's, it's the same equivalent of, you know, you know, I'm going to take a break. Let me go on Instagram and see what's happening. And, and I you think... know, then you end up having some dialogue with somebody yep. and you stop and then you go back to work. Yeah. And so... it's like anything else, right? You do have a social life still, right? Like you, st yeah. as you said, you go to games, you do mommy things. So, I mean, it's not like you're, you're cooped up in the house every single no. day all day you you actually you get out and yeah. you yeah. gotta have balance and what and i think because we're so trained to work you know literally eight to five or nine to five like in that time you know you get there you get to work you take a 15 minute break you go to lunch at noon you come back at one like we're so conditioned that when some sometimes when people think work from home they think that that schedule applies to you working at home and it absolutely does not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it's a, it's, it's what, it's what works for you. So in the morning I put my son on the bus, right. And I watch him go to school and then I come back and I make breakfast for my little one and I check, drink a cup of coffee, scroll Instagram for a second, you know, get him settled. I start, you know, put some toys in front of him. I may play with him for a few minutes or so um, and then I may not start my day until he goes down for his first nap. Right. You know, it just, it's, and then I would work, probably work for maybe two, maybe three hours. 
take another break, give my son some time, play with him, you know, he, until he goes down for his second nap, you know, then uh, go do some more work again, maybe go clean the kitchen. You know, it's, it's balance. It's just finding out nobody's work from home schedule is going to look the same. I like that you say balance. Yeah, I like that you say balance, right? Because it's almost something that you are kind of like, you do it naturally, right? Whereas, so let's say me, who's going into my nine to five every day, I'm straight going through, right? So I got meetings all day, meeting with clients all day. Like sometimes I say to myself, man, I haven't even used the bathroom. Man, I haven't Uh eaten, right? Because my balance is sometimes non-existent at work. It's just like, hey, get your work done so that you could get the hell up out of there, right? Exactly. you you find a time where you're 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 creating balance and you have to and so it's almost instinctively that it's built in to your day so that you yes. can get everything done. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I like that. And the things and the things that you don't get done, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. Mm-hmm. There's tomorrow. God willing, there's tomorrow. So See, it's okay. I think we need to preach about that, right? Because as moms, right? I love the idea of working on a presentation and doing some laundry, right? Or working on something for some clients and then, you know, cooking dinner, right? And then I tell Mm -hmm. myself, you know what? If it doesn't get done, girl, it doesn't get done. Whereas sometimes at work, you are like, you feel guilty, right? And so you work Mm -hmm. later or you come in early or you work through lunch and it's kind of like, you know, no one understands that it's going to be there. Yeah, and you know, in the beginning for me, I definitely went through all of that. Mm. The, the key thing you just said, guilt, feeling like not getting it all done. So I would literally, you know, again, me being a planner and I kind of went into it in the beginning stages of my journey, just like that, thinking of uh, a regular work structure. Um, and it didn't, it didn't work that way for me, but, but I was still trying to make it fit that way. And then I would have this tremendous amount of guilt for actually not getting stuff done. I would have like 20 things on my to-do list and then I only got like three things done. And I'm like, I completely failed today. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, wait a minute, this isn't working. Every day can't feel like a failure. You can't expect to get all 20 of these things done. That's not even realistic. So what does this, you know, you, what what does that look like for you? And so I started to do things in smaller scales. I started, I did like a, a, a five rule for the day. So I, I would like, listen, you're gonna sit down, you're gonna write down five things you're grateful for. You're gonna write down five to do, you know, top things that you need to do today. Um, you're gonna write down five people's names that you're gonna just reach out to and just have a conversation to talk to, just so that you can have some some balance. Um, you're gonna take five minutes and read a chapter in a book. You're gonna take five minutes to just do something that you wanna do. And so I started to do that to train myself to think differently. Girl, you have just dropped some gems on us right now. I want to talk a little bit. <laughs> no, ser- seriously, I want to talk a little bit about that. First off, that you mentioned, it's kind of a work in progress, right? And to oh, be yeah. okay with that work in progress, right? Like as mommies, yeah. we put the biggest guilt on ourselves. We have to be we perfect. We have to do it all. We have to be like the Joneses. We have to be fully, you know, polished and 100%. And that is unrealistic. Nobody it's is very- that. 
a work in progress is damn good that's excellent i love that and then can we talk about these these five things you know to do like scale back on your expectations you are not a robot i love this i'm gonna start practicing that right because i feel like my work to-do lists are crazy but my realistic home mommy sandra to-do lists are more feasible right so it's like you're giving me things that i can incorporate in my work life because at the end of the day like you said it's gonna be there tomorrow i love i love this and so because if you even if you're not working right like these are things that all of us need to do set some accountable set some some attainable not accountable some attainable like little goals to help yourself throughout the day Mm -hmm. wow i love that I want to talk oh, about your accomplishments because I feel like I see you. Yeah, I see you a lot on Instagram. And I think that we need to learn as mommies and women how to toot our own horn. So I want I want you to tell us a little bit about some things you've accomplished since working from home. Oh, wow. Um, Let's see. <laughs> I think accomplishments. I mean, as far as I mean, set aside from, you know, what my, you know, work life you know I've accomplished a lot of a lot of things actually in my work life that I probably probably wouldn't have accomplished had I been at my regular nine-to-five job and I say that for this reason um I I think what I accomplished the most is learning about myself Mm. um I think that that's the biggest accomplishment of all because when you learn about yourself then you start to take yourself in different down different paths that open up new doors for you um and it just makes you feel invincible it's just it's just like you know it just we get so caught up in the day-to-day the same circle of life right that we're so we're so programmed we're so programmed to do you know the same thing like if you if you talk to anyone who goes to a, a regular nine to five job, they can tell you they want to get in. Yeah. They go look at their email first. Yep. They t- they they do that, and then they go take they go to the bathroom. They come back. They go get coffee. They yep. walk down the same way. So to mundane. Their yes. They talk to Jeff and and Jill for two seconds before they go over to their their cubicle desk. They sit there for a second. You know, they put their cup, the same cup that they use every day on the same side of the desk. It's just so, it's so just. Girl, I'm mad at you for like calling out my day. (laughs) This is exactly how my day goes. (laughs) This is what I learned about myself. I learned that, um, you know, every day, every day, I don't even drink from the same cup every day. Just because of that reason. I have different mugs every day. And I'm like, what do I feel like today? You know, I have a mug that says be humble. I have a mug that says create. I have, I'm like, I'm not going to do the same thing that I did yesterday today. I'm not going to use the same cup. I'm just going to do something completely different because it just makes the experience different for you. It doesn't feel like, you know, that we that's why we're tired. That's why people get so run down by the same everything every single day. It's, you got to switch it up. You know what I mean? And I think that, you know, my accomplishment is really learning more about myself and what makes me move and move in a, in a positive way that really has... Uh, open up more doors for me to be able to, um, you know, dip and dap in things that I never even thought that I would be able to do or never even thought of. You know what I mean? Man, um, so pizza. I think the, it was the, the best thing I, 
my best accomplishment, just to sum all this up, is learning about myself. I'm feeling so envious of you right now. And can I can I just be <laughs> seriously? And, and I'm going to be honest. I feel like I'm always striving to be more self-conscious of self-care, right? Yes. I think my biggest... I wouldn't even call it excuse more so like my reason, right? Is because I spend so much time at work. And then when I'm not at work, I'm trying to make up the little time that I have to be a mom, right? Yeah. And so for me, I really do feel like I don't have a lot of time on my side to take care of myself, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm always trying to think of things to maximize on that time by taking care of myself, right? So I ask a lot of people, what are you doing for self-care? How are you taking care of yourself? And to hear like your biggest accomplishment for making this decision to not only make it work for your family, but to help you take care of yourself is like mind mind boggling to me. It's like a wish that I have where I could spend just some some time on myself and to hear you say that that's your biggest accomplishment my like it brings tears to my eyes because it's it, it's so important it's so necessary it is and it's what I'm fighting every day for and I just feel like I'm so happy that people are doing it right like you are yeah. actively living this life and doing it let me let me take it a step. Let me sh explain how jacked up I was, though. Okay, <laughs> I used to feel guilty for falling asleep. Girl. Okay, like Girl. that's how I I used to feel guilty for falling asleep. Okay, mm. I used to feel guilty for going to bed early. Okay, because I'm like, no, team, no sleep. You know, I gotta get this done. No, team, I am not team, no sleep. I'm gonna let you know that right now. Not anymore. Right. Um, I realized. <laughs> I realize, you know, it, it just, it doesn't make sense when you think about it. It's like, you know, you, so you're going to try to do something sleep deprived and be, you're not even half, you're not even a quarter of yourself when you're sleepy trying to do something. And I, and it's something that someone told me and it said, you know, that, um, when you're tired, uh, how did they say it? It's, um, exhaustion is the devil's playground yeah and and society makes you feel like you're lazy for sleeping yes. right like there yes. is shit to do and you're wasting time exactly. by sleeping exactly but studies have shown that when you get proper sleep you do amazing things so right. like why are we in this battle with ourselves and moms especially like we just feel like we're only, you know, we don't get no, you know, we, we're just doing everything we're trying to do laundry at midnight we're trying to do okay, girl this you know, and we're not thinking about, you know, the things that we, and we're, we're tired. And when you're tired is when all sorts of stuff starts happening. You start to doubt yourself. You start to, even if, if you were a person that spent time with the Lord and read the Bible and stuff like that, when you're tired, you start telling yourself things like, oh, I don't have time to read the Bible right now. Oh, I don't have time to pray about this right now. Oh, I don't have time to, you just stop thinking about all the things that you have, like you just stop. And you stop and you start, and that's where, you know, self-doubt breathes it's in. True. You start thinking about it yourself. Is, you start feeling bad about, you know, what you're doing. It and is absolutely you, you, true. When I am tired, I'm at my worst, right? Nothing yeah. gets done. I'm trying to do a million things and nothing actually gets done. And then I start beating myself up about yep. how I'm getting nothing done and I have no right to be tired. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And why do you, why do you think it's so much harder 
on like a mom and a woman because I feel like there are times when I'm I'm chatting with couples and married people and I feel like a husband is always sleep and always well rested and always getting shit done and it's kind of like the mother is the one struggling girl I don't even know I, <laughs> I can't even listen I, that's another podcast huh? that's another podcast girl that is another that's a whole other podcast <laughs> So let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about you being a mom. I think that I love seeing you with your boys. I'm not a boy mom. Let's talk about some things that you guys like to do for fun. Give us give us oh, a rundown of, of what you guys do together for fun. Oh, God. We do a lot of stuff, um, actually. You know, I'm very silly. I'm extremely silly. And my oldest son, Croy, is super silly, too. Oh. So, um, you know what? This is gonna sound so weird. But no, tell me. Tell one me. thing, one thing that we like to do for fun is go to IKEA. <laughs> so okay, I noticed that you are you are like a builder girl. Like you wanna you wanna build it. When I think of I, IKEA, yeah. I think uh, let me say, IKEA gives me anxiety. First off, right? No, because when I get home, I know I have to build that shit and. And just it just makes my skin crawl. But when I see you go to IKEA and you build it, and it's it, it looks like the showcase room, I'm like, girl, how does she do that? <laughs> no, see, I I love that's the fun part for me. I love building things. I think IKEA uh, is like the like creative playground, and it's just like I, my my I grew up. I didn't grow up a girly girl. I grew up very much. Uh, my dad was a, a builder so you know he wasn't he didn't really raise his daughter he had three daughters so he didn't really raise us to be princesses he raised us how he raised us to put up drywall and wow. toilets in and tile and ceiling fans and electrical like this is what things that I know how to do so me building something is actually very therapeutic for me it, it just kind of that's a whole that's a, a creative space that I go to so I'm I am all about the Ikea hacks uh-huh. like, trying to figure out how to take a piece of Ikea furniture and like revamp it to make it look like something completely like bomb. That's me. Tisa, I'm like the complete opposite. I'm the Ikea girl with all the extra parts. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know if we really need that. The chair got three legs, but we can still sit on it. It's okay. (laughs) The center is leaning to the side, but you know what? It's not falling. That's me. And that's why people's Ikea furniture never lasts. And I still have pieces from like five years ago. (laughs) It's true. It's true. So my daughter's, a lot of my daughter's furniture in her bedroom came from Ikea, right? Because they just have really great stuff. But when I bought it, I was like, listen, if this needs to be for a kid and it needs to work, (laughs) I cannot build it, right? It would be totally unsafe. And it's not gonna work. So I hired people like from TaskRabbit to build. Yes, I did, girl. I hired people to build this because I was like, I don't think you understand. I don't even know how to put on a toilet seat, right? Like I am the person that hires people to put stuff on. And it's not, let's say in my self-defense, it's not for lack of trying, right? For Uh some reason, my brain cannot interpret those instructions, (laughs) right? Especially if there is not a picture. When I start seeing these nuts and bolts, I don't even think I have the proper tools to put shit together with, right? So I'm like, I got a toothpick. What can I do with a toothpick? Oh, I don't have no Allen key, but I got a crayon. You know, so like I don't even have the proper oh, stuff to build that with. I have, I have a drill. 
I have a level. No, nope. I have all. I have everything. No, nope. so I, everything. I hire people to do all this stuff, and and I Bless feel like. <laughs> Girl, oh my God, you would be totally ashamed of me. You'd be like, girl, like I be, I'm the one that makes other people rich because it's like I, I can't do it for myself, and you're well, actually you know doing funny? it for yourself. I have a girlfriend that knows how to put things together, so like even my girlfriends who have husbands and boyfriends, who they call me to put the mm. stuff together because they're like, you know, they'll buy, have something that they they're looking for their husband to put together for like three years it is still sitting in the garage see so I need you and be like come on go get it I'll go put it together girl I need <laughs> you in my life I'd be like Tisa can you come over I got the food I got the wine we we hanging out if you be like I'm the girl that tries to buy the floor model and figure out how to get it in the car oh and I'm do the, the girl that wants to fix it oh! I had a girlfriend her dishwasher was broke and she's like this dishwasher is broke I said what's wrong with it what happened and she girl. said I was like well let me see and I fixed it because I'm just like mm. I, it it just it that is so therapeutic for me. That's a, that's a part of my self care. <laughs> so is this so you so you do this now with the boys? You guys get together at least your we oldest to, and you build. Yeah, yeah. So oh. we you know like IKEA has like that playground. So like you know I'll let him go to the playground and he'll play in there for like an hour and then I'll look at all the showcase rooms and just kind of let my creative mind just go. Even some, I don't even gotta go to buy anything. I wow. sometimes when I'm just trying to like be in my creative zone, I'll go to Ikea and I'll just like be in the showrooms and look around at things. And then when he's done playing and then we'll go get ice cream. Cause you know, it's a dollar, you know, Wow. <laughs> um, we paint. So that's another thing. Um, I used to paint a long time ago. That was actually one of the things I wanted to be was like an artist. I wanted to move to New York and have a studio and like be an artist and like have art shows. Like that was my thing. Oh, um, so and so, you know, we we paint and we listen to music and we play like sports and stuff. So, you know, I'm I was never a girly princessy girl. I was always into sports and I hung with the boys and so for me to be a boy mom, it just made sense because See, I'm that was your calling. That oh my god, yeah. that's your call. I'm if the I had a girl, I don't know what I was like, um, you want a headband? Like, I don't know. Girl, I'm like the complete opposite. I'm like, like what do you mean you want a sp- uh, sparkly purse? Like, oh, for my what? God. What do you want? I'm the complete, <laughs> literally, I'm the complete opposite. I'm such the girly girl. I'm trying to get my daughter. My daughter is like, I'm like, you you must be in ballet, right? You must oh God, no. be a girly girl. And she's showing me little by little that mm. look, I want to play with rocks. I want to be in a dirt. Yeah. I want to be with planes and toys. She absolutely like loves dinosaurs and she, planes. And, and, and I would have I would have took my daughter to the basketball court. Like, come on, girl, let me girl, show you how to girl. Oh <laughs> I keep saying I keep saying to myself, I don't know what I would do with a son. He would be in ballet. He would be in, in the two <laughs> and, and that would be okay, right? But for me it's just like mm, because I'm not I'm so not the opposite, right? Oh, and it's no. just like, oh my goodness, I don't, I don't know what to do with like a a, a tomboy girl, right? And 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 kind of like, how do we get you in that? So all of that is just it's, it's like learning yeah. for me. God knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that. <laughs> So let me ask you a question. Do you think you get a lot of interaction with moms who are kind of like in the same predicament as you who's working from home? Or do you feel like you have more interaction with moms kind of like me who go to, you know, a day to day job? And what's your interaction with with other moms? I have more interactions with mothers who have regular nine to five jobs Mm. and who, um, yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't have any stay at home mom 
friends. <laughs> and and I think that's just probably because, you know, it, it, it's a scary thing for some. You know what it I mean? Is. It's scary. It's a it's huge a scary, commitment and jump. It's a scary thing. And a lot of, and, and I think that some of the conversations that I've had, um, some people say, well, some moms I've talked to said that, you know, going to work for them, like they don't like being there, but going to work for them is actually like, um, you know, like their place to get away from because of home. Oh, yes, and I just I've think heard to that. myself, and I just think to myself, honey, there is so many other things, places you can go but yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. That it don't yeah. have to be to this job, but you know, I think that it's just. I'm not, I'm the person that I'm not going to push you into anything, but I'm, you know, I'm definitely going to be that friend that's going to encourage you to at least try or attempt this or think about it. Or, you know, it, it's, it's, I think it's just something that every mom needs to think about and consider and not, and not just, you know, and not just, and once you understand what being a working at working at home mom is, and again, that's not, it's not the same thing for everybody. Yes. So if you come into it thinking that it's like this, um, some moms think that, oh, I'm just going to be at home, you know, washing clothes and, mm-hmm. and cleaning all day and just being like everyone's maid and servant. No, yeah. no, it's that's true. not true. And you some know? moms think it's like, oh, well, it's not like that for Tisa. How, you know, I need it to be how it is for Tisa, you know? So it, I understand what you're saying. You have to make it work for your, for your family yeah. and for your lifestyle. Exactly. Like I've had people on Instagram who would like message me and say, like other moms, like, I when do you actually work? Because I just see you like playing with your kids, and I'm like, well, when I'm playing with my kids, that's like my time with them. Like I right. got to have balance, again, right? Balance. So my work day doesn't is not going to be eight hours straight through like your day is. Or I'm you may not to... even be showcasing your work day, right? Exactly. Like you, you're yeah. letting us see what you want us to see on Instagram. Like, I mean, exactly. I'm not posting my work all day at work, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, who wants to see that? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, so my work day may look like two hours in the morning, four hours in the afternoon. It may look like two more hours before I go to bed. But somehow my work hours add up to eight you know what i mean but it's and sometimes i don't even work till eight it may be six it may be two it may be four it may not work at all to some something may have happened and the work the day just didn't go right and i didn't get nothing done and i only worked for two hours at the end of the day when everybody was asleep so you and think, guess what it is okay <laughs> yeah i like that so you think some moms have the perception of is she really working or like what kind of work is she really doing exactly. you know exactly yeah oh. and they're like and you're making a living and you can pay your bills. And I mean, how, how, and this is very doable. It's, it's just, you know, you gotta have balance. You gotta, first of all, you gotta believe you can do it. You know, believe me, it's no cakewalk. Okay. It's no cakewalk. It's, it's, it's built for strong. However, as moms, we're strong individuals. We're, we're made for this. So, you know, it's, it's a whole nother belief system that you got to tap in to yourself and, and you got to look at what it is that you want to accomplish you know, moving forward, you know, what is, what is three to five years look like for you? What do you, what do you see? What do you want to see happen? And then you got to make the decision now that, okay, I need to adjust and make some things because, and none of this is going to happen while you're comfortable. All of it's going to be uncomfortable. It's still uncomfortable moments for me, you know, and it's when you're uncomfortable that things grow and move in in the direction that you're looking, that you want them to go in. Or that you even, or that you even start doing something you know absolutely right yeah something. even even if leaving your you can love your job and, and there's women who love their job 
but you have no balance. Yeah. You know, you have no balance between your job and your family. So you got to figure out what that is. Like you may love your job, but you really don't spend that much time with your children. You need to figure out how can I have some better work balance so that I can still be at the job that I love and still give the attention to my, my children that I want. It's a simple thing. That's finding time, you know, just figuring out. I, I tell people all the time, um, and, and uh, moms that, you know, like, oh, I don't have time for this and I don't have time for that. You will be surprised at the time that you have. And I tell people, I say, write out your day from the morning, the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. And I want you to keep track of everything that you do. Everything that you do. I mean, if that's, I went to the bathroom here, I stopped, I watched television to do this, write it all down. And then I, I tell people, I said, so from the time you woke up to the time you went to bed, look at what you did. Wow. You have time right here. Mm-hmm. You have time right here. Oh, you watched Love and Hip Hop? Oh, you could have took that out and had time right there too. Like, well, you know, it's... <laughs> and you know what they I, say, right? You make time for anything that you really want to do. Exactly. Exactly. So Let's it's segue into finances. I think that's a good thing, right? Because I think that yes, one of the hindrance, <laughs> or if not the biggest, that moms feel like they can't work from home is finances, right? So how would you mm-hmm. say, what led, how, wh- let's talk about fin- finances for your situation to be exact. Okay. How did that work for you from transitioning from full-time to staying at home? What are some things that you had to consider finance-wise or what are some tips or some things that you did to make this change for yourself? I had to adjust everything. Um it's a different life when you know you're going to get paid on the 1st and the 15th versus you're going to get paid when you actually put in some actual work. <laughs> yeah. So if you it's, it's, if you don't work, you don't eat. You know what I mean? So um, there's a lot. So, you know, there's working from home. One thing you don't have to worry about is too much gas. You know, yeah. you, you know, you're the not commute. traveling. Yeah. So, you know, you <laughs> cut down. On ex- which is great. You can cut down on your gas expense and travel expense and your car expense from, you know, wear and tear on your car. So, you know, you're, you're able to pull, retract some money from your from your budget for that. Um, you know, you may, you know, your car, you may want to decide to get coffee at your house, you know, instead of going to Dunkin' Donuts every day. You know, it's just little things like that that you just kind of adjust in the beginning, well, for me, in the beginning, where, you know, you just got to be a little bit more mindful of what you're spending your money on. So budgets for me was key. Um, crop, meal planning was key, not only for time management, but for, um, you know, budgeting, um, you know, just making sure that I wasn't, uh, you know, you want to hold on to as much coin as you have Yeah. while you're grinding because, you know, you're going to go through a period of not making what, you know, making less than what you might have made. One month might be a good month. Another month might be a astronomical, amazing month. You may have a, a month where you're kind of in the middle someplace. Um, so, you know, you just got to have, uh, be mindful of that and make adjustments to your finances as you go along. Um, but again, if you don't work, you don't eat. So you really don't have the time to be lazy. Yeah. <laughs> you really don't have the time to kind of sit around. You got to be uh, disciplined to do what you need to do so that you can have, a, you know, the money that you need to be able to do what you need to do. I like, I like what you're saying, right? It's almost, it's almost, uh, it's almost like you're, you're saying you had to be resourceful, right? So you don't have Absolutely. to cut things out, but 
maybe instead of you getting your Starbucks every single day, right. you then say, okay, you know what? I'm going to go buy some Starbucks coffee beans and I'm going to make that coffee every day from home. Right. Every and you're day, saving yeah. some money like that. Um, yeah. And I think that those are feasible things, right? Those are things that we have to do sometimes to get our lives together with these damn bills. Right. And it's not to say that you, let's be very clear. You're not like sleeping in a shelter. You can't not, you're not, not paying your rent. Right. You're not like eating cat, cat food every day. Right. So it is something that you, this lifestyle you have maintained and it's working from you. And yes, it requires you to have different outlooks in life and how you spend your money and shifts, but it's not like you're sitting at home struggling, you know? Right. How did it work benefit wise for you? Cause it's always something that I've been intrigued by, like, you know, from a corporate job where you have your medical, your dental, your 401k and all of that stuff for you to now you may not have that. Is that something that you say, okay, as a family you analyze do you necessarily need that or do you seek it independently how how does that how has that worked for you exactly what you just said do i i look at what you know when when you are working you know a regular nine to five job they just pretty much tell you what the package is and this is like you're getting everything and you're Mm -hmm. like oh great but you really don't even use everything that they give you at the job anyway right so it, it 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 is exactly that so yeah okay i may not need this dental uh, right now, <laughs> right. you know, um, but I definitely need, you know, to see a doctor and make sure that my children have doctors and, and things of that sort. And so, you know, the uh, Obamacare situation was brilliant because that was definitely something that helped me in my entrepreneurship um, say journey again, to be girl. able say to say it again. That Obamacare, Obamacare right. <laughs> um, really helped, you know, and, and still ha- still does help me to be able to afford health care for me and my children. I think it's so, I think it's great that we hear this, right? Because it's a scary thing, but it's so, it's able, you're able to do it, right? It's not, I mean, you're not going to have exactly what you had before, but sometimes these are blessings in disguise so that you're happier and you live this balanced life. Mm-hmm. And then you also have to think of it like this. Sometimes you have to sacrifice the things now for what you want later. Mm. And so when, so later on, you don't have to worry about what you don't, what you can't go get. You can actually just go get it. You know what I mean? And, you know, I always said, like, your whole life can change in a year, two years, three years. If you if you put a, a goal in front of I always tell people, you know, life is like a GPS. So where do you want to go? You know, you can't just say, you can't just get in the car and say, I want to go to Target mm-hmm. and, and not know where Target is, right? Mm-hmm. You got to put it in GPS. I want to go to Target. The car isn't going to just take you to Target. You got to put it in GPS. It's a roadmap. It's telling you where you want to go. So some you have to sit down and put it in the, G- in the GPS and say, hey, I want to get to here, right? Whatever that is, whatever that looks like for you. And then you follow Getting to getting to that destination. Sure, you all have some detours and some wrong turns, but at the end of the day, your route, you know where you're, you're where you're trying to go. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's what you have to be mindful of. It's not a, oh, you know, I this, Drake messed up a lot of people with that whole YOLO thing because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, he can say YOLO now. He's a millionaire, okay, but. You can't say that right now. You trying to grind, okay? It ain't no such thing as YOLO. It's you better hold on. <laughs> that, 
and oh not gonna God. splurge on that. You better find a different way. Oh God. Oh <laughs> God, know? Tisa, I just love you. Do you have any advice yeah. for moms who are possibly thinking about this? Like, what, what do you, what, what, what advice can you give us to those people that is like, oh my God, I dislike my job, or not even that I dislike my job, but I want more, I want more balance, and I want to be able to do possibly something like you're doing. What are some tips or some advice that you you can give some folks? So here's my advice to that. If there's a mom out there that is really struggling and feels unfulfilled, you know, this 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 isn't going away. This is something that come, comes to your mind very frequently. Yep. Um, I feel, you know, and, and not to get too churchy, but I feel like that's that's a calling on you. It's a calling on you. Mm-hmm. And 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 I always say, Well, how many times are you gonna ignore ignore your calling? Mm. You know? Um I think that you need to investigate that. I think that you need to um, really be honest and get a get a notepad and, and write down the things that you're thinking in your head because those thoughts are there for a reason. Yes, listen so to yourself. Write that stuff down. Write the, you'll be surprised at the things that you just mentally jot down and then when you go over and look at it again and it makes sense to you. So I would say to that mom out there, if this is something that's on your heart, it's on your spirit, you wake up, you feel unfulfilled, you you dread going to work, you get there, you've been ready to cry, you're ready to go before you even get there. Like you need to really stop thinking, letting fear set aside in you and sit down and see what this journey can look like for you. Mm, great tips. I like that. Tell because me about if it's some on project. your spirit, if it's on your spirit, it's a calling for you. It's true. And when you tap into it and start listening, things will come to you. Things will come to you. Things will reveal itself to you. It's time to stop ignoring that and thinking that you can't do something because it doesn't look like what everyone else is doing. And it will be clear as day. That's clear as day. Clear and it's as not going to matter the opinion of someone else because it's for you. It's what's for you. No one else needs to know the blueprint. They don't need to hear about it. What's for you is for you. So it's not going to matter. You're going to hear clear as day. It's going to make sense to you. And that's all that matters. Yeah, I like that. I want to hear some. I want, I want you to tell us a little bit about some projects that you're working on and what you're doing and where we can find you on social media and the Internet. I want I want to hear about, you know, what's happening with you. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) (laughs) I actually, I'm really excited because this is a new season for me. And um, when I started uh, into my entrepreneurship journey, um, I actually uh, just ended a five-year relationship with um, a business that I was working with and um, started a whole new adventure with this new one. And it's so um, just it's been mind blowing. And so it's been awesome. It's been, it's allowed me to really put my hands on a lot more people, um, in a smaller group, which means I can be a little bit more intimate with them and really nurture and help them. And, you know, along this journey, that's one thing I really do pride myself on is, um, being able to help other women, other moms really, figure this thing out because yes. I know that it's scary and I know and like I said I don't necessarily have a lot of stay at home mom friends um and that's okay I know what my calling is I know what works for me and I know that you know things and knowledge that I have about my experience and my journey can actually can definitely help mentor someone else so they don't feel like they're by themselves you know yeah. what I mean and I don't care where you are you can be in a whole nother state like I 
don't care. Like, I just feel like, you know, it takes a community of us moms to come together to make our dreams happen. And so I'm really excited for that. Um, I'm in, I'm actually in a process of, oh, I'm actually creating something with my son. So I'm excited. Yeah. So where can we follow you on social media? And I'll link everything in the show notes because I want people to be able to follow you to link you up if they're interested in your in your business and see what's coming up. And I, and I just I want I really want people to connect with you because you're like you're down for girl power and you're down for I helping. Am. And and, you know, sometimes people need help and that's good. Yes. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram um, at Tisa P T E A S A P. Um, my website is tisalachelle.com. And I'm also on Facebook too, under uh, Latisa Polito. Good. We'll link you up there because I, I, I want you, I want folks to hit you up. Yes. Hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap up, I always like to close with a question that is something different than, you know, motherhood. And okay. I feel like since you are a planner like myself, how, do you make New Year's resolutions? Are you like a New Year's resolutions person? No. No, I la- but you have to be like a goal person because I feel like with writing things I'm, down, you're a goal yeah. person. I'm definitely a goal. I think goals are all year long. Yes. Not just New Year. Not just yes. like the end of the year. Good. That's, that's how I look at it. So <laughs> do you refresh yourself? Have you refreshed yourself on recent goals? Is there anything that you you feel like of your goals you have not tackled yet, but you are going to get there? Oh, absolutely. Tell I me about I'm... one. <laughs> oh, God, let's see. Um, one of my goals um, is to have an art studio. <gasps> I would love, um, that's been something I've said since I was young in, in high school. And it was something that, you know, I thought like, you know, oh, this is crazy. You know, we got an art gallery. I've always wanted to have an art studio that showcased local artists. Like, I just feel like some local artists don't have a platform to really showcase themselves. And I wanted to create a network that allows local artists to, um, you know, really be seen and be heard. Um, in the young, in, in, in the, in the young community, in the, in the black community, young, um, high school, you know, really just mentor artists and give them a platform to be able to grow in that, in their passion and creativity. Tisa, I love that. Oh my goodness. I'm going to pray that you accomplish this goal because I really, as you were talking about it, I'm envisioning it and I'm seeing it. I'm seeing like your gallery walk, your opening night. And Thank I'm, you. I'm envisioning it for you. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So we're going to put some prayers out there for you that you accomplish this goal because it's not only your goal, right? But it's again, helping the community and helping other people, which is something that you so are passionate about. I am. Mm. Well, we're going to thank you. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So when we check back in, in a couple years, I want to hear all about this goal. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's like me being kind of like your accountability partner. Like, what's up with this goal? We're going to we're going to get there. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for um, being on a podcast. Our time you is up, but so I feel welcome. like we can talk so, forever. I'm, we could. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to have you as started. a guest again later on in the future to talk about something else, because I feel like. It's just an instant connection and everyone will love this podcast and we can, there's so many other things that we can chit chat about. 
I would love that so much. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. And thank everyone for listening. Bye. Bye.